0: Did Joshua Dobbs show enough in his loss to the Cowboys Thursday night to make him the starter in the finale? The all-important play-in game for the Tennessee Titans. What about those Cowboys going into the playoffs in 2022? And Matt and I will make our picks for Week 17. Coming up. Welcome to the Peacock and Williamson NFL show. Brian Peacock alongside Matt Williamson at BD Peacock at Williamson NFL. Thanks everybody for making us your first listen all year long here on the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Today's episode of PAW is presented by Bet Online. Bet Online has you covered this season. More props, odds, and lines than ever before. Bet online, where the game starts, and of course, our friends at Bet Online are the the lines we will be referencing on today's show when we make our picks for Week 17. That we're not in our six pack from yesterday. One of the games from our six pack yesterday, Matt, was the Cowboys, and we both picked the Cowboys and picked them with the giving up those. Uh, was it 10 points 10 and a half points against the Tennessee Titans it was a lot of points and even though it started slow for the Cowboys they were able to cover that number and it was an easy win 27-13 in the end I wasn't super impressed by the Cowboys more on them in the second but uh, with Tennessee Titans with the odd decision to go with Joshua Dobbs who has not been there a long time to start this game and it turns out it was more of a not It wasn't a, let's protect Malik Willis and not get him hurt. It was that. It was That was the reason Derek Henry wasn't in the game. Right. It didn't matter. But it was, let's see if Joshua Dobbs has a spark, has something that might look better, sort of an audition for next week, Dobbs or Malik Willis. So after seeing this game, Matt, 27-13, he had a touchdown. Congratulations, by the way, to Joshua Dobbs on his first ever career touchdown. He's been around so long. I can't believe he hadn't thrown a touchdown pass yet. Uh His first ever career touchdown in his first ever career start, Joshua Dobbs. Did it change anything for you? Do you start Dobbs? Do you start Malik Willis? Because if they had that much of a question about Willis, it, it's almost as if they wanted Dobbs to look good enough to be the guy, and he looked okay. But that's your like—is that like, that's your best option? Is is Joshua Dobbs? The guy's never thrown a touchdown pass. Um, so I don't know. Is it Dobbs? Is it Malik Willis for you for the Titans next week? Now.
1: Yeah, um Dobb spent most of his career in Pittsburgh. I've sat down with him a few times. He is beloved, a uh, great locker room guy, unbelievably smart. Like he could give up football and be a rocket scientist, like that I'm not making that up. I mean, to, he'll be just fine later in life or you know, people used to joke around the Steelers locker room, we'll be working for Josh someday. You know, I mean, so he's he's that type of guy. Um the my take overall is Good for the Titans that they played as hard as they did. They made this thing as close as possible. I, I, I know we're we'll talking Cowboys in a minute, but I'm a little worried. Are they a play down to the expectations, play down the opponent type, play up to the Vikings, blow them out type of team? And that would really fit the organization from ownership to coach. And Dax turning the ball over a little too much. Zeke looks like he has no juice. By the way, I mean that this was a side note there. Um, I, I wanted to mention Traylon Burks. They may have something there that's kind of exciting. But back to the quarterback situation. I was wrong yesterday. I thought, Josh, nice to have you. Go get sacked 400 times. Take the beating. You're the front line of the Civil War process here. You're know, you that guy in the Revolutionary War that stands in front and gets shot so the rest of us don't. <laughs> but I think there was more to it. I think it's just we don't think we can win with Willis playing the way he does. So maybe this guy can be a professional quarterback for us. And last night he showed that. How I would handle it against the Jags is I would play Dobbs like two thirds of the snaps and I would have a Willis package. You know what I mean? The Willis Henry option package or whatever, you know, just be hard to prepare for for one game.
0: We've been doing the show together for too long, Matt. OK,
1: that's exactly <laughs> what I was
0: going to say about it's like the, neither one is a good answer. So use both.
1: Use both. Right. This is a, different this things. Is-
0: this is a pl- this is a playoff game essentially. This is you have to mm-hmm. win this game to get into the tournament. Maybe one of the guys shows you something. Maybe you get some sort of a a recipe that turns out to be the most difficult thing to play against. Which is okay. Start Joshua Dobbs and then make it make, make like life difficult by bringing in Malik Willis and, mm-hmm. and doing utilizing the best parts of his uh, skill set and talent as a, a, a raw rookie quarterback. But it's really a bad decision for them to make because looking at both quarterbacks, clearly they hadn't seen enough from Willis. <laughs> right they wanted a journeyman who's never thrown a touchdown pass you know potentially to be the guy in joshua dobbs so that that tells you why the jaguars are probably going to be favored next week
1: exactly it is desperate but i'm just sitting here thinking you know I, i haven't broken down the jags obviously like the titans coaching staff has and will is there something they're really bad at well dobbs or willis probably has some trait that you can attack that with. And if you happen to win that game, same with the next one. And, you know, these are one week, se- one week years. You know what I mean? So what's the thing that the Jags hate the most? Well, one of our guys can hopefully
0: do that. And maybe the the Titans already know who they're going to start. And like mm-hmm. Drabel said, they'll decide next week who that's going to be. But, you know, make it a little bit more difficult in preparation for the Jaguars to prepare for two quarterbacks. And maybe they'll see both who knows.
1: Yeah, absolutely. So, worked. I mean, they, they gained some knowledge. They're a little harder to play against now than they were a week ago.
0: And, you know, it was a bad drop for Dobbs. There was, you know, there was, mm-hmm. there was something there. It looked like he had yeah, played he football before, you know, less raw than Malik Willis, I think. Um,
1: oh, yeah. Um Whichever
0: quarterback it is, they're going to hand to Henry a lot and hopefully play an efficient brand of football. And, and you know, if you're not turning the ball over, that's pretty much all they're going to be asking of whichever quarterback it is
1: and you would hope the week off is greatly appreciated by Henry and Simmons and all their key dudes and the guys that did play get 10 days to prepare for their playoff game which is huge too so in terms of rest this helps the Titans a lot and it doesn't even matter if they lost last night
0: a couple statistics here on the Cowboys side of things congratulations to C.D. Lamb who joins Michael Irvin and Jason Witten as the third player in Cowboys history with 100 receptions in a season, Irvin hmm. had 111 catches in uh, 1995, and then Witten in 2012 had 110 catches. So congrats to CeeDee Lamb, who's just becoming a monster, especially when he's yeah. in the slot. I think his PFF-grade. I think he's the highest-graded PFF receiver in the slot, 92.4, really? something like that. Yeah, That adds so, up. Uh, him moving around, him getting open, making plays, body control. Um Love him at the catch point, can give you a little laugh the catch. He's turning yeah. into, you know, one of those true wide receiver ones in the NFL. Um, and uh, you know, kind of knocking on the door of that elite tier of of receiver yeah. is C e. D Lamb.
1: No doubt. And nice day by Schultz and Gallup starting to look kind of healthy too. So all that Odell talk was probably better that they didn't go down that road.
0: And maybe they still might, but they didn't need him in this one, that's for sure. And congratulations to those uh, fantasy owners in their playoffs who had a couple of touchdowns from Dalton Schultz, by the way. Hey, nice game. start.
1: Yeah. You're in the Super Bowl. That's a nice start.
0: Uh, how about this one? Mike McCarthy. There was talk coming into the air. was like, well, Mike McCarthy's probably going to be done and they're going to go after Sean Payton or something. Mm-hmm. I don't think that's the case anymore. But how about this with Mike McCarthy? Because he gets – Mike McCarthy gets the least amount of credit of any head coach that has won – 11 or more games in 10 of his 16 years as an NFL head. coach. Pretty good. Yeah, that's not bad at all.
1: Right. Everyone just gives Aaron Rodgers all the credit or, you know. Right. Yeah, that's pretty good.
0: So, yeah, uh, Mike McCarthy might uh, stick around for a little bit here. Okay. A
1: couple yeah. shout outs there for Lamb and McCarthy.
0: The, the Cowboys are such a weird team because you see a game like Thursday night. And look, it was Thursday and you talked about playing to their opponents level. I didn't see a team that's like, oh, man, we got to play the Cowboys in the playoffs. I, yeah, I feel, right. I just didn't see that type of a team. So uh, who knows what team shows up week to week for the Cowboys? But they didn't look like a juggernaut team. I would put, I would put a, a a clear tier between them and the Eagles. But we just saw them against the Eagles last week, and that wasn't the case when they played the Eagles. And yeah, they're a little of the playoff teams they played this year. And so yeah, maybe that's it. They play great when they play a, a good opponent, uh, and they just kind of coast when they're playing somebody like the the Titans with a quarterback who's never started before.
1: And we just had good numbers about McCarthy, but I could see that being a McCarthy trait too, and certainly a a big Dallas, you know, big team, big profile team type of trait as well. Uh, they kind of coasted against the Texans, you know, blew out the Vikings, as I mentioned, got up right. for the Eagles, you know. So at their best day, they're really hard to play against, but they're a little harder. They're a little Jekyll and
0: Hyde. Next, let's make the rest of our picks for week 17, shall we? Yes. New Year's weekend. I hope a lot of folks out there are having a lot of fun. Not too much fun, though. Let's get to those picks. Next, speaking of having fun on New Year's, did you know that driving high is considered driving under the influence? That's right. Driving under the influence of marijuana is against the law in every state, even if your state marijuana is legal. That means driving high could get you a DUI and just want everybody to think about what they're doing this weekend and what plans they might have for new years, whether it revolves around going to a football game or not. It's, it's just not worth it. Don't bring your keys. Don't bring your vehicle. Make sure you are in a situation where you are going to not make a bad decision at the end of the night when you have been in imbibing and ride share, do what you have to do to get home safely and driving under the influence of marijuana can slow down your response time and change how you perceive time and speed so even if you think you're fine to drive when you're high you're not bottom line is if you feel different you drive different and driving high is driving under the influence so remember drive high get a dui paid for by the nhtsa thanks again everybody for making peacock and williamson your first listen today for your second listen check out locked on sports today the biggest stories around the world in 20 minutes or less, plus instant reactions, game recaps, and Locked On's Take of the Day, Locked On Sports Today, available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. Matt, here we go. Week 17. Let's start with the Cardinals and the Falcons. The Falcons at home favored by three points over those Arizona Cardinals. It's looking like Colt McCoy is is coming back. The, uh, the Trace McSorley experience was not great for the Cardinals, and I think we all know he's not an NFL starting quarterback, um, Desmond Ritter gets another shot here. Uh, these are two teams that are, are pretty much done now 4 and 11 Cardinals at the 5 and 10 Falcons.
1: It's a time of year where you have to really, and it's hard as an analyst, is motivation, how into it are teams, and just a hunch. You know, everything Arizona's been through, they played pretty well last year when they were a stand or last week as a standalone game and the whole world was watching in Atlanta across country for a one o'clock start. I just see a stinker coming from Arizona at this point. I don't care who the quarterback is. And I think Atlanta plays the same every week. They give it to Algier. They give it to Patterson. And Ritter throws it to London. And I think that's a winning formula against this, a bad defense like this that might not be giving it their all.
0: The, the Maybe the J.J. Watt retirement gets everybody fired up. They don't want to lose for J.J. in his last couple of games here, but uh, I, I feel the same way, and uh, the the Falcons should be favored in this game for those reasons. Um I, <laughs> yeah, this, this is a game I'm not going to spend a lot of time on mm-hmm. either now or watching it on Sunday, but I'm going to take the Falcons here and I'm going to reluctantly give up those three points. Okay, yeah, me too. The Chicago Bears at 3-12 and 12 are at the Detroit Lions. The Lions need a lot of help now to get into the playoffs. That was a rough one uh, last week for them. They need to be 8-7 and seven right now going into the last two games. They are 7-8 and eight going into the last couple of games. Need some help. They are favored by six points at home against those Bears.
1: I think this is a big rebound spot for the Lions at home. And I, I, the Bears consistently lose, but they do some good things. I just think the Lions are... Two tiers ahead of them in terms of building, you know, a, a winnable team. I, I think that this team will play hard. Um, you know, playoffs probably aren't in their future, unfortunately, but I think they beat the Bears by a touchdown or more.
0: I'm gonna take the Bears. I'm gonna take the points here, six points and have the Bears play it close. I picked did the same thing last week and it looked great for the first half of the game. And then, you know, they're just so under talented. Uh, but could Jared Goff do the same? Uh, and, and just put up a whole bunch of points. I don't know, we'll see how it goes there. But I, I like the Detroit Lions to keep this close, straight up. I think you got to go Lions at home, they do have something to play for, and uh, there's a rebound aspect of this to the Lions. And it's amazing how under talented the Bears are when they go up against teams. But um, I, I still a believer in Justin Fields and being the sort of uh, the leveler in some of those games because he's just so hard to play against. And and um, the 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 brand of football that the Bears play tries to, to suppress total points, even. At, on, on their own offense at times. So <laughs> close. I'm going to take the under and I'm going to take the Chicago Bears and those six points.
1: Does this change your tune at all? Because I thought I read it somewhere and I just looked it up super quick. The Lions are the third best team against the spread this year at 10 and 5. The Bears are the third worst at 5, 9, and 1. Wow. Super convincing article, but there
0: you go. <laughs> interesting. That is an interesting one. That does change things for me. OK, that's uh, but not enough.
1: OK, fair enough.
0: <laughs> Broncos, to be honest with you, it's getting to the end of the season, making these picks. And like my, my brain is kind of mushed sometimes. Oh, I hear you. It's just like.
1: It's not like we know what's going to happen. I,
0: I it, it, and you see these teams like Bears, Lions. Come on, division opponents. Got to be close. Right. And then in the end, you're like, oh, that's right. Every week's like, oh, yeah. But the Bears are really bad. But the Bears are really you bad. Get reminded Good about it, you know, but players, it, yeah. the Lions are are. Not that bad anymore. No, right. I just see the little blue lion and I'm like, well, I'm not going to give the Lions six
1: points. You know what (laughs) I mean? I I mean, like the Bears would kill for DJ Chark,
0: you know, let alone
1: Amon Ross St. Brown. Yeah, I mean, right. Even,
0: yeah, I mean, they had nothing. All right. All right, uh, move it along. We got the Denver Broncos here that are another fun team. Yeah. Underdogs big, as expected. The Chiefs favored by 12 and a half points at home.
1: It just seems so easy to say the Chiefs because Denver's in a terrible place right now, but I'm not super big on this against the spread stuff, but the Chiefs are at the bottom of the league. I mean, only Tampa's worse against the spread. I think there is a misconception about the Chiefs that they just blow everyone's doors off by 20 or 30 points, and they really don't anymore. So I think I'll take the division opponent plus 12 and a half, but I really have no faith in Denver.
0: They certainly could blow teams out oh and yeah this could be an absolute blowout for the chiefs at home but i am betting on the interim bump and those denver there you broncos go firing their head coach there's always a bump for a week or mm-hmm. two after a, a coach gets fired and an interim comes in maybe things look a little bit different for the chiefs in their preparation than, than what actually happens on the field on sunday because of that reason so i'm going to take the 12 and a half points and those denver broncos
1: I mean, I can't believe the Broncos' defense will be as horrid as it was against the Browns on Christmas Day, where they, you know, they're going to be competitive at least. And look, right? Yeah.
0: Russell Wilson doesn't play defense either. You no. Know?
1: Right. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'll take the points.
0: All right. We've got the Indianapolis Colts at four ten and one. They are at the New York Giants, an important one for the Giants at eight six and one, and Giants at home favored by five and a half.
1: Yeah, I like New York here. I have really little faith in the Colts. I assume it's going to be Foles. He looked, I don't want to say disinterested, but not real comfortable to say the least. I mean, I can't say anything good about how he looked out there. They're really lacking firepower. I mean, I think the Colts are really, have already made the golf reservations, vacation reservations. Giants are playing hard. They're at home. I I like New York here.
0: And the New York Giants, let me double check on this one. New York Giants clinch a playoff berth with? A win. Mm, okay. Or a combination of other things have to happen for the Giants, but it's a win in your in game. This is a playoff berth you're talking about for the eight, six, and one. Get nine, six, and one, and then you know you are in the tournament. And then it depends on if you're the six or the seven seed for the New York Giants in week 18.
1: I haven't given this a ton of thought, but if I'm the Giants, I'm not going to win the division. If I can win this game, go balls to the walls to beat the Colts, which shouldn't be that difficult. Rest everyone next week and end up with. I don't care if I have the six seed or the seven seed. I'm just happy I'm in. That's how I'd approach it.
0: You're on the road anyway. You earn yourself right, right, right. You earn yourself right. right, right. You earn
1: yourself right. Like, hey, look, we got a bye week. Yeah, let's beat the Colts and rest. And uh, I think that's smart. Give it's Barclay funny the a lot of teams, year,
0: you know, don't want to really go down this rabbit hole too much. But it's funny because a lot of teams don't want to rest guys because, like, no, you you can't rest guys in the NFL. You got to go out there and play. You don't want to be uh, rusty. And you can't take the foot off the brake. It's not like the Eagles wouldn't want to buy. They, they're you know they're glad they have a buy in the playoffs. So why don't teams like the Giants take their buy in week eighteen? If 18? you can give yourself one, why not? Right. I'm kind of shocked I mean, that the Jags are going to play hard this
1: week. Maybe they only do for half and they're lying to us. I don't know.
0: Well, let's get to that because Trevor Lawrence uh, limited in practice. He's got a toe injury. Like to me, there's no way you put Trevor Lawrence on the field in this game.
1: Right. The you Jaguars
0: understand? are. Uh, at the Texans, by the way, the seven and eight Jags at the two and twelve Texans. Jaguars favored by four on the road.
1: I say this one's off the board from what I'm looking at. It must okay, maybe they're worried good. about exactly what we're talking about. Oh no, yeah. I, I found it. I'm wrong about Is that. Is on there. Okay, yeah, Uh four points still. I'm not. T- yeah, it's still four. I'm not touching it though. Uh, I mean because I know Jacksonville. I mean they picked first in the draft the last two years. They're not a winning organization. Every win matters to a team like that. They're building a culture. So. We're not taking the step back. We want the momentum going. I get all that. But I'm not putting Lawrence out there with a bad toe. I mean, uh, I, there's five or six dudes I would play like it's the third preseason game in the olden days. You know, play a half, get them out of there. And the Texans are playing super hard at home. I'll take the
0: points. I, I wouldn't even travel with Lawrence. Let let's let him kick yeah, down. Right, right. don't, let, don't even take a flight. No, I... It, no or way, help, you help us call
1: plays, you know, stand there on the sideline with a headset on, or you know,
0: no way you play Trevor Lawrence for that reason. I'm going to take the Texans here in the points at home. Give me the yeah. home dog Texans. Let's go. I like it. Yeah. By the way, the Texans they might just play themselves out of the first overall pick. i just going to say that. Let's <laughs> screw <laughs> around and win this game, though, Texans. Come on. Get... Right. They're very much in danger. Last three
1: weeks, they've been almost winning games and then they won one. What's going and
0: they've on got here? that tie, too. So, right. 212 and one, that would mean if they win their third game, they would. In a really bad spot, and in the, in the Chicago Bears would would have that first pick if they lose. Yeah, lose, that's lose crazy.
1: But if you're the Bears, like who wants Bryce Young? Give us lots of stuff for it. Yeah, exactly. You know, I like, like
0: Jalen Carter for the Bears. Love. Uh, you know, you know we'll, we'll talk a lot of draft. But yeah, Matt, yeah, yeah. We'll, we'll remember Will Matt Anderson. defense with the with the Colts they went out and traded for divorce Buckner having that stud defensive tackle I think the Bears would I think the Bears are ecstatic about the position they're in in the draft I'm yeah. sure they don't like losing a whole bunch of football games but knowing that their pick is going to be valuable because whether it's Will Anderson with an edge guy which every team wants and needs Jalen Carter for that defensive line absolutely huge needs for the Bears or give us a haul of picks for one of these quarterbacks they're sitting in a really nice spot
1: really nice spot What they're not thrilled about is giving up Chase Claypool for the 33rd or 32nd overall pick. Yes. But I am happy about
0: that. Yeah. (laughs) He's going to have a fun time putting slotting players there in his mock drafts. Oh, all
1: the mock drafts this offseason I get to do. Oh, boy.
0: More draft talk to come, of course, all offseason long here on Peacock and Williamson, though. Next, let's finish up our week 17 picks. Today's episode of Peacock and Williamson is presented by. BetOnline.net, your number one source for sports betting, information, stats, news, and analysis. Of course, all of our lines we reference are from our friends at BetOnline. Tons of NFL lines every single week, of course, but tons of props as well. Uh, Player of the Year props, right? Year-end award props. There is Super Bowl props out there. Is your favorite team going to make it to the big game? You can bet on such things at BetOnline. And not just NFL football. There's college football, college basketball, uh, e sports, combat sports, motorsports, you name it, you can find it at betonline.net and get informed before you make those bets at betonline. And if you love sports podcasts, you can even find those at betonline as well. Always the fastest and easiest way to get your betting fixed. Head over to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more at betonline, where the game starts. Okay, here we go. We got to finish up the rest of the games here for the week 17 slate. Matt, uh, that takes us to the 6-9 New Orleans Saints at the 13-2 and Philadelphia Eagles, Philly, favored by nearly a touchdown at home.
1: Yeah, I think the Eagles are ready to stomp the Saints, get the better draft pick. Um, Hurts or not, as we're recording this, I have not gotten confirmation, but I still think Minshew is highly, highly capable. Uh, I think you, you, I, I haven't seen this, but I assume you, Go all in, basically, against Saints. If there's anyone questionable, you leave them out, But and then you rest for two weeks is the plan. You know, clinch thing. So I'll lay the points. I think the Eagles are so much better than New Orleans.
0: I think it's, a, yeah, if there's any inclination at all that, that Jalen Hurts isn't 100% and Nick Sirianni was, you know, not – didn't, doesn't want to tell anybody yet. Jalen Hurts mm-hmm. was at practice in a limited fashion through well, according to Nick Sirianni. So we'll see if he plays. I think smart money is on um, on Gardner Minshew playing, but I still think smart money is on the Eagles winning the game. It's just by how much. And, yeah, you're right. They they're, they can help themselves out with the draft pick as well here. Yeah. The, yeah. And the Philadelphia Eagles. And how bad does that trade look now for the New Orleans Saints? But um, I'm going to take the Eagles at home, Yeah, whether it's Minshew or not. A little bounce-back yeah. game for the Eagles last week.
1: If this was over a touchdown, I'd consider it, but six and a half,
0: cool. Six and a half, yep. We've got the Browns, the six and nine Browns, at the 7-7-1 seven, seven, and one Commanders. Looking at the playoff clinching scenarios here for the Commanders, who are now at 500. In Week 17, the Commanders can clinch a playoff berth with, obviously, a win. They would also need a combination of things to happen. They would need the Seattle Seahawks to lose. They would need the Detroit Lions to lose. And they would need the Green Bay Packers loss or tie. And Washington Commanders would then clinch a playoff berth. So I think they're going to be going into week 18, most likely with uh, that still up in the air. But obviously winning is priority number one.
1: Yeah, they have more to play for than Cleveland. Cleveland's offense has been flat out horrific with Deshaun Watson. I think they've scored like three touchdowns in like 48 drives or something, some terrible number. I'm not a Wentz fan, but I think he can get the ball down the field to his receivers. So I'll take minus one at home. I'll take Washington clearly.
0: I like the Browns to win this game. I like the Browns to uh, uh, here. Here's where I I like the commanders and yes, at home, give me the, give me the points in the home dog here, because I think it's, Mm -hmm. it's even enough. The one thing I saw from the commanders, especially last week, and and they got uh, Chase Young back, that defensive line is, has a whole bunch of first rounders on it. And, they're not easy to play against. They're not easy to run the ball against. And so that's going to make things difficult for the way the Browns want to play football. And to be honest with you, the Browns just have looked disjointed and oh, haven't yeah. seen the the Deshaun Watson thing yet for them. And, it, you know, it's preseasony feel to what that team looks like right now. Maybe they get out of it against the Washington commanders, but you know, right now um, just the way the Browns play, the way the commanders are built, you know, as long as, as long as Carson Wentz isn't turning the ball over like crazy, give me the commanders.
1: Yeah, I think so. I feel pretty good about that one.
0: Moving on to the Rams and Chargers, Met. The 5'10 Rams at the f- uh, 9 and 6 Chargers, both at home this is in Los Angeles, right, for for both teams. They sleep in their own beds. And uh, the Chargers favored by 6.5. The Rams put 51 points up last week, Matt.
1: Yeah, I think the Rams are doing some good things despite a dreadful year. You know, I mean, a lot of it went against them, but I do think they're doing some good things. I think this line's perfect. I mean, I don't really trust the Chargers. Do they have a ton to play for? I mean, they're they're going to go, they're in the playoffs. I guess I'll take LA. No, I'll take the Chargers. <laughs> yeah, give me LA.
0: <laughs> Slam dunk. LA's going to win this football game for sure. Uh, yeah. I actually hate this one because I do too. I want nothing. To clearly, happen. the the Chargers. There's no home bump here, and they should be favored. But the Rams proved last week they're not going to be a pushover. Uh, I think part of it was the opponent, clearly, uh, for the mm-hmm. Rams last week. But um, six and a half is is a little much right now for for the Chargers, and so I will just say, give me the points, uh, but I wouldn't touch it.
1: Understandable. Yeah, I want, I want nothing to do with this one.
0: Tell me about those Pittsburgh Steelers, Matt. Seven and eight. They are not out of it. Uh, the Baltimore Ravens at ten and five. This game in Baltimore. Baltimore favored by two and a half. Which I think there's you-
1: no chance Lamar plays.
0: By the way. Okay. Yeah. So I we're still in the, right the no Lamar zone, which is why mm-hmm. this is only two and a half for yeah uh, the the Ravens at home. Steelers have been playing some good ball. Uh, yeah. Is the Steelers team uh, in prime time going to go upset the Baltimore Ravens, man? Well, a key
1: here, I think, is. If Miami wins in New England or the Jets win in Seattle, the Steelers will already know they're eliminated when kickoff happens. So it's one of those weird situations. But it's the Ravens, and this is a very real rivalry. I don't think Tomlin was going to pull out TJ Watt or Cam Hayward or any of those guys for Ravens week, even if they're eliminated. So therefore, I expect a very typical Steeler Raven game with lots and lots of punts, lots and lots of big hits, good defense. And I think it's a coin flip game. Without Lamar, I want the points.
0: I kind of feel the same way. I wish yeah. it was more points. Uh, I wish it was more points or to yeah, really right. drive that home for me. But the, gosh dang it, the folks that Better Online are, are good at making those lines, aren't they? Because they've made, they've made a lot of these picks tough here in, in week 17. Tucker um, could
1: certainly beat our plus two and a half in the last right. second and go, ah, you
0: know. Absolutely. But yeah, in a in a close one, in a low-scoring game, no Lamar, give me the points in those Pittsburgh Steelers.
1: Over, under 35.
0: That's low. That's one of the lowest we've seen this season. <laughs>
1: Ever, yeah. Yeah,
0: I mean, when it gets to 36, be. 37, it's low. 35 is like an extra point where they're like, well, we just basically can't make it lower. Right.
1: I mean, if you told me right now, hey, Matt, your Steelers are going to get 16 points in this game. Would you take it? I'd be like, yeah. Uh, that might. I think that get, that gets a win. Or if you get over 15, I think you win this game. If you get to 20, wow.
0: <laughs> Look <laughs> out. Ooh, yeah. Josh, <laughs> All right, that is week 17. Matt and I will be back Monday after all of the weekend's action. Everybody have a fun and safe New Year's. Talk to you then right here, Peacock and Williamson.